So there is a lot of opportunities that you can take off and there is a lot of projects that you can grow here in Ireland and people will try to help you. You have the local enterprise office, you have Enterprise Ireland, you have other businesses as well, like local government businesses that that would that want to see you succeed and they will help you whenever in whatever they can. Hi everyone, welcome back to La Sociedad, the podcast series where we share the stories of Hispanic and Latino students in Ireland. This is our fifth episode, so thank you so much for following La Sociedad. I'm so happy that we have had so many amazing students uh, join us on the podcast sharing their amazing stories, so thank you for being here. Um, today's guest, he is just one of the most interesting people I have met in Cork so far. Laith is a Spanish student at UCC, but he's also an entrepreneur. So today he'll be sharing with us his story of, you know, what it, what it means to be a, a Spanish student uh, in, in Ireland, but also what it means to be an entrepreneur in Ireland, which I think is so interesting. And I'm pretty sure uh, some of you will be very interested in, in, in learning more about uh, his experience as well. So welcome, Laith. Thank you, Diana. Thank you very much for this opportunity. I just, I just must say that it's, it's such a pleasure to be here with you today. And thank you for hosting me. I can't wait to look forward to the questions. Mm -hmm. No, I'm so, so excited. And I have so many questions for you. Um, and we were talking about this before. Um, but you have a really interesting story. And I want to start from the very beginning. <laughs> um, I would love for you to introduce yourself to the audience um, and, and tell us more about who you are. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so first of all, my name is Leif Thesar. I'm a Spanish student here in uh, in Ireland, Cork. Uh, I'm actually from a, from a small city in Spain, in south of Spain. I'm pretty sure that a lot of people might know it. It's called Granada. I am from city center of Granada. Uh, actually, I, I started my journey not in Ireland. My beginning, my journey started from Spain. So... Um, I lived in a couple countries, let's say. I started in Jordan. I'm also half Jordanian. Uh, so uh, I started started I started in Jordan and then I went to the US. I started in the US for almost a year, about a year. And then from there I went back to Jordan and then from Jordan I went to Spain and then I started my college journey in Spain and Barcelona. I started cybersecurity there and I loved the city, I loved the people, I loved everything, uh, especially being home. Uh, and then from Spain, I, after one year of doing my cybersecurity course, um, I went to, uh, to the Netherlands. I was studying their uh, international studies and organizations in the Netherlands. And I also went there for one year. And then I moved from the Netherlands, from The Hague to, to Cork, uh, studying digital humanities and international studies in Cork. And, and that's basically... Um, like a shortcut to, to, to the places that I've been to in, uh, in, in my life, basically. I, I love traveling, so whenever, whatever opportunity I get, get to travel, like, I always take it, and I always love to, like, meet new people. Uh, I'd say that every country is a new chapter in my life, and I can't, I can't wait, like, to, to fill that chapter with a lot of stories and interesting stuff uh, in it as well. Wow. I mean, you're definitely an international person. You are a global citizen. <laughs> that was a really, a really interesting. 
<laughs> that was a really interesting introduction. I told you all, this guy's resume, CV, I'm sure is super long because he's done so much already. And how old are you? I am just 21. I, I'll turn 22. He's just 21. Wow, you're just 21 and you, you've been to so many places already. And of course, my next question is, why Ireland? You know, you've been to so many places, but um, why did you choose to come to Ireland for uh, to continue your, your college uh, experience? That's actually an interesting question. And one of the reasons is that I applied to different colleges. I applied to the UK, I, I applied to Ireland, I, I applied to different universities as well around the world, in Spain as well. But uh, one of one of the reasons why I chose Ireland as as a city to begin with is because of my uncle. So my uncle, he he worked here. Well, he, he came here uh, for a conference, basically. He, he he worked and lived in Strasbourg in France. And when he came here, like in a conference, he came here for a week or a couple of weeks. I don't really remember, but he loved the city and he loved the people. And he said that like it is the the innovation, the technology hub of all Europe. And knowing that I am basically starting a startup or I have a startup in technology, he thought that it would be best to to get my startup and myself in Ireland and start like a life here in Ireland in Cork. And what is what is the best place to start a startup than here Cork, basically? The student city of Ireland. Mm -hmm. No, I totally agree with you because that was actually one of the main reasons why I chose uh, to come to Ireland because so many people told me, you know, Ireland is becoming this, uh, you know, innovation hub for, for mm -hmm. Europe. It's like the, the Silicon Valley of Europe. And now it's like, wow, you know, I need to go check that out. And uh, I've been here for two months and my experience has been great. And uh, I have to say, you know, because of so many tech uh, companies uh, that we have in Ireland, um, I have heard so many students uh, at UCC talking about having placements at some of, you know, these big big tech companies like apple uh, microsoft and i'm like wow you know like to have that available to you as a student oh, yeah, it's just it's just amazing definitely yeah. and hopefully one of one like the day will come where i will be hosting ucc students and irish students as well yes to be working in my startup and i would love to have them on board as well Yes, yes, manifesting that for you. Um, and th there are so many questions I wanna I wanna ask you about your your startup and your journey um, as a tech entrepreneur. Uh, but first, you know, I would like to ask you about your experience so far. Um, how 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 are you liking your experience so far? You know, have you have you experienced any challenges uh, living in Ireland? Well, so far I've been in Ireland for a year and a half. I'd say for now, it's almost going to be two years. Um, challenges, there have been challenges, but like there is challenges everywhere, I'd say. Like it's not anything special. But uh, being a student here in Ireland, I'd say, has been an amazing experience so far. During When I was in the Netherlands, it was the pandemic. Like when, when I started college, like midway college, the pandemic hit and all the experience just changed for me everything changed for me instead of going and meeting new people uh, i was just being at home uh i couldn't go out i couldn't go anywhere because of all the restrictions i couldn't travel uh, which was a big thing for me i wasn't able to see my family um like there's been a huge like a huge challenges during the pandemic but uh, as the pandemic ended, which is when I came to Ireland, basically, as the pandemic was over, uh, 
I would say it's it's not as easy as many would think because first of all, it is very hard to find accommodation here in Ireland. It's not as simple as anyone would would say. Uh, but other than that, like I would totally recommend people. Like the thing is that if they want to study here in Ireland, they need to start looking for accommodation like as soon as possible. I was lucky enough to find a place where where I was I would be able to live, which you see like universities typically help students to find accommodation. Uh, but it, it's, it's of course something that I am as a student, uh, as as an entrepreneur as well is is. I'm trying to solve that problem myself because having that kind of of a problem for not only EU students but also international students is even more difficult. So I want to make sure that setting up the path for them to go abroad like a new country a new language for some of them a new culture like it is a whole like to get a hold of and mm -hmm. I, I just want to try them to accommodate to those new challenges and new like a new way of life like step by step which is why i have decided to start my startup it was what my startup is all about and that's the the path that i've taken so far to take initiative take basically to solve these problems that we are currently solving at this moment and that has something to do with with the challenges that i have faced myself as a student so that's why being a student is basically the motive for me to continue what I'm trying to do. And it just keeps pushing me forward to keep remembering that what exactly that I'm trying to, to solve because I keep on facing those difficulties, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, and, and, and I really love the fact that you are basically thinking about all your challenges and all the challenges that international students face. And, you know, using that as a fuel to you know improve your work as an entrepreneur and, and to uh and, and to get inspired and motivated and i think that's great because we international students we do need a support system we do need that community and talking about community uh you're from spain you're hispanic and 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 in this podcast, what, what I've been trying to do is to uh, to share the stories of, of Hispanic and Latino students, um, but also to share, you know, um, the experience of these students finding that sense of community, finding that sense of community within the Hispanic and Latino uh, community here in Cork. So I would love to know what has been your experience like uh, finding that Hispanic community in Ireland. I know you're part of the Hispanic uh, society at UCC. Um, has it been difficult or easy for you to, to find that community here? Well, well, when, when I first when when I first got here, first of all, I I wouldn't think that I would find that many Spanish people or like Hispanic people or like people that speak Spanish here in Ireland. I was actually surprised that wherever I go, I feel like just uh, just at home. A lot of people here speak Spanish or actually like Hispanic or Latinos, basically. Uh, so I I kind of like when I first came here, I like I would consider Cork as home. Because whenever I go, I, I'm just surrounded by people that I'm I'm familiar with that I that basically I, I share the culture of basically and that's why it is it is very nice to be in a country where basically a lot of people like know the language like they're in terms of communication for me communication hasn't been really, really that a problem for me because like my english i'd say sometimes is better than my spanish so uh <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, like language hasn't been a barrier for me. But uh, in terms of UCC communities, I'd say that the college are doing a pretty good job at trying to put together all the Hispanic uh, like people together. And surprisingly, I'm still not part of the Hispanic society at UCC just yet. That is because... You go to the activities. You go to the events. There is so. a reason. I'll tell you right now. The thing is that okay. I just heard about the society. I don't have Instagram. I used to have Instagram, oh. but it, yeah, I don't have it anymore. And, um, and it's a new society. I heard about them while I was pushing my, my startup into UCC. I am trying to digitize the like the uh, societies and clubs at UCC so that students would be able to find their communities and like one of the reasons why I didn't find the Hispanic society it's because they are publishing their material on Instagram and I don't have mm -hmm. Instagram and I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of students as well that don't have Instagram probably not Hispanic but anyways <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so so basically that is the UCC Hispanic Society is a new society, and I'm not sure if it's been 100% formed just yet, but uh, I don't know what's the system or how can I join. But when I, whenever I've, I, I'm told of an event, I try to attend at least. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, and I think that's like the perfect way for me to introduce the questions about your business i know you've been explaining a little bit about you know what motivated you started um um you know what you have been doing so far um but would you mind properly introducing uh your business now yeah of course i would be happy to uh so basically my i actually have two two businesses two Two companies, I'd say. The first one is a nonprofit organization. I started that when I initially started that when I was seventeen, but I legally formed it when I when I hit eighteen, and I started it in Spain. Uh, the first one is a nonprofit organization to help pre-develop public schools in in developing countries, basically, and uh, and then from there it helped me develop my startup, which I am pursuing like full time right now, which is called DigiRoad. I'm the co-founder and CEO of DigiRoad. Uh, it's basic. It started as a very simple idea. It's just I'm 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 very into technology and I'm very into like digital wallet and NFC and like like not having cash around me and banks and all of that. And the initial idea was to digitize the ID cards, the national ID cards, uh, and then from from digitize like from digitizing the national ID cards, I discovered after doing some research that. The world is heading towards that way soon enough, but I don't think that we are at the stage right now where people would just have their IDs on their phones just because of the technology. It's still new to them. and uh, Well, it's still new in the market as well. And there is some kind of reluctancy on people having kind of their ID and information on one phone, especially after the after the topics or like the the stories that's been going around about data breaches uh, companies having information about us and then how they've been hacked and all of that so that's why those stories kind of are scaring people about what nfc or what digital id could do but what they're what they're not trying what they're like i'm trying to get to them is that 
digital identity or like using Apple Wallet or something like that, it's it's more secure than having a physical ID card on you. Because that card, if you lose it, it can be forged. They can pretend to be you. It has a lot of implications uh, on basically that side. So what I'm trying to do is that I take in a step backward and instead of focusing on national IDs, uh, is that I'm focusing right now on universities and trying to digitize the university ID card. So basically, you know how everyone uses uh, like Apple Wallet, Google Wallet here in Ireland or like most of the world, I'd say now. And especially Revolut, like Revolut is, is a very famous bank uh, bank account, bank uh, like e-services here in Ireland that everyone uses and like they have virtual cards that they always pay at terminals. Um, so what my idea is initially was to digitize the student ID card so that they would be able to verify or authenticate themselves both online and offline. Uh, and it would be your virtual ID card would be on your mo native mobile wallet, such as Apple wallet and Google wallet, where you would have an NFC enabled card on your phone. So basically a contactless in simpler terms. Uh, you would have your virtual ID card on your phone that's contactless and you can use it anywhere in campus and outside of campus as well. And then I have taken a step further with it as well, where I've decided to join in the entire campus with it as well. So as I am digitizing the university ID card, I want to use it to connect all the people together. Uh, from different departments, for example, accommodation, as I've been talking earlier about how I want to digitize accommodation is that one of the challenges that we face is accommodation. So just by getting accepted into the university, you're automatically given the platform where you can find accommodation. And not only that, you can book it, pay for it, and even check in online without even stepping a, a foot into the country just yet where you will have your virtual ID card basically integrated with your room so that you can open your room with your virtual ID card with your phone, basically. And you can, you can like use it every, like in, in different ways as well. There's also jobs. Uh, one of the requirements for graduation here in Ireland or most universities is for you to get an internship. So we will be helping students basically or helping companies to connect with the right students to provide them internships. And there is like a lot more features. One of them is, is basically calendar. You would be able to integrate your calendar, like uh, your modules into your mobile calendar, like iCalendar or Google Calendar, and so much more. Like initially the, the vision for me is to like build the startup day by day. So eventually I would get to where I, where, what I started from, which is national ID cards. Uh, and that's basically the vision that I've, that I have and that I'm trying to get to and the UCC or university ID like IDs is just a mission to accomplish the vision that I have. And, and that's basically in a nutshell what I'm trying to do. But I have so many ideas and just basically like finishing from here and then try to see where it goes next. You have a lot going on and, and, I loved everything you said, and I love the idea that you have, you know, about starting with it with the student IDs first. Because here's my thing: <laughs> I'm so bad with keeping my, you know, all my cards with me. I have my debit cards, my credit cards, my student ID. I have my leap card, 
and I'm so bad at keeping them all with me all the time. And what happened to me is that the first few times that I tried to go to the library at UCC, I needed my ID, my, my student ID to get into the, the, the library and then also to get out of it. Yeah. So I would always be like, oh my gosh, where's my ID? Where's my ID? And you know, like I would like just stand there and all the students were just like waiting behind me and me, I was just like trying to find my ID. So it's so frustrating. So I love the idea, you know, of, you know, having that as another card in your Apple wallet or in oh, yeah. in, in any other app. It's just so efficient. It, it's amazing. And also when you talked about accommodation, that is a huge problem here in Ireland. Absolutely. You know, in Cork is a huge problem. to so find accommodation as a student, as an international student, it's just a mess. It's a nightmare. Um, so the fact that, you know, students are going to be able to do that so easily is just a dream. You know, that, that would be a dream come true. And also the calendar, that would be also so helpful because when I first had access to the modules and, and, and to the timetable, I don't like the timetable. <laughs> I don't like the timetable. It was just a mess. It was so frustrating for me to have to put all the information from my timetable to my Google Calendar, which, you know, is what I use religiously. I love my Google Calendar. So you mentioned so many of my needs <laughs> um, and I thank you for that. And I wish you all the best with uh, with thank this journey. Um, I would love to ask my next question, um, which I will, you know, I would love to get to know more about what is it like to be a Hispanic entrepreneur in Ireland? I want to know what the challenges have been for you because um, for those who don't know, I don't, I don't think I mentioned this, but we met uh, thanks to Ignite, which is, you know, the entrepreneurship and innovation hub at UCC. Uh, we met through one of the activities there. Um, and uh, I know that UCC Ignite is pushing for, you know, like more uh, resources for uh student entrepreneurs on campus. So I would love to hear what have been some of your challenges as a Hispanic and student entrepreneur in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. So basically, first of all, like being a, being a student and, and an entrepreneur at the same time, it's something that is definitely not easy. Like if you, if you can't keep, if you can't manage your time, then you can forget about it from the beginning. Don't even think about it. So that's that's one of the reasons why I am integrating the calendar thing because I live off of my calendar. If, for example, I have an event and if they don't send me a calendar invitation, I I would just simply forget about it. And if uh, and if something gets changes, if something changes and it doesn't automatically update my calendar, then I would just focus on the calendar that I might I might miss or I might like be in somewhere else. And that happens. It still happens to me right now, actually. Uh, that's, that's why was one of the reasons why I want to have the calendar, but, um, a student entrepreneur in Ireland as a Hispanic, that's actually a very interesting question. And I'm going to try to answer it to the best of my ability. I got to say that, but, um, it definitely has its challenges, but at the same time, it's, it's very liberating at the same time. Uh, the challenges is that being your own boss, basically, you don't like you set up you set up your own ideas and then you start from very 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 simple having nothing into basically seeing it's I would like the way I would describe it is that I see my business as my baby uh because it is a baby eventually like you start from nothing and then you build it and then you see it grow it as you go along with it and 
like when I first started this thing, I like when I first started the startup, I didn't know anything at all. And then because I was passionate about it, at least I just kept researching and, and I kept going around and, um, and I kept asking around and I kept looking for programs uh, that would help me. Uh, and here in Ireland, they, they provide a lot of programs. But the, the most challenge that I'm facing in Ireland, I'd say, but mostly I, I'd say a lot of European countries are the same and in Spain as well, is that being an undergraduate student is a challenge, is an obstacle, actually, for you to get into any kind of program that, I, that's, that I'm facing it right now. Uh, because I'm a full-time student at UCC, uh, many of the programs do not accept my application because they are looking for a full-time commitment to the program. And even though I would tell them that I would be 100% fully committed to the program, and like, but I'd still be continuing as a student, they would be like, that's not possible because we are looking for like full-time commitment or like post-grads. Uh, and, and, and basically, that's one of the challenges I'm facing. Another challenge I'm facing is that let me see as an, an entrepreneur in Ireland the reason why I loved Ireland is because it is as you said like the the, the Silicon Valley of, of Europe or it's it's one of them at least um, so there is a lot of opportunities that you can take off and there is a lot of projects that you can grow here in Ireland and people will try to help you. You have the local enterprise office, you have Enterprise Ireland, you have other businesses as well, like local government businesses that that would that want to see you succeed and they will help you whenever in whatever they can. Uh, but that comes to a limit where you need to keep persistent basically it's not everything is going to go your way. A lot of the times you're going to say, like, you're going to hear yes, but like the no's are going to be way more. And if, if you're a person that like gets them like, likes angry or like, don't like the word no, or like, don't like the rejection, basically, then you, you have a lot to live for because as, as, as much as I've gotten the rejections, but I'd say the yeses are way more valuable than, than the rejections because the rejection, rejections are just, uh, I'd say they teach, they teach you lessons that, that you would have not thought or if, if, if they said yes, you might have failed yet later in your career, which would have been more dangerous because then you would have more people involved in your startup. And being responsible it is a nice thing and a bad thing at the same time because responsibility is is something that's deserved if 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 you see what i mean it's not an easy thing it's having people depend on you it's nice to see that how people like trust you and and stuff like that but at the same time if you're not worthy of that trust then you you can destroy people's lives and that's that's one thing that i don't want to happen is that I want like I am reaching a point hopefully soon where people are depending on me and I don't want to like let them down. And mm -hmm. and that that's one of the things. But being a Hispanic at the same time is liberating because it gives you access to the whole EU market. Uh, and it gives you access to like different programs within the EU that other people might not have. But being uh, like an EU citizen, it is, is, is a privilege because it would 
it would give you resources that otherwise you would have not might be able to. And there is a lot of like some people I know are struggling to set up company in the EU is because of their like visas and stuff like that. But and so I'd say that's one of the advantages of being a Hispanic. I'd say start like starting a company in the EU. But now the government are pushing more international like entrepreneurs to 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 like get them here to Ireland and start their businesses in Ireland because now it's becoming a competition. Countries are competing are about who who like which country are going to have the best startups or how many like unicorns are these countries developing so that's the thing that's one of the things that's changing uh but i'd say like it is it is a very nice journey but you got to be careful and you got to take it slowly as well i i'm i'm definitely i'm not patient i i, I don't have patience at all but that's one of the things that i've learned is that try to take it slowly and try to take it one step at a time mm-hmm. no that's great advice because um when i joined the first few activities events of ignite at ucc uh they were asking the people from from ignite they were asking you know what do you need from us you know like what else do student entrepreneurs at ucc need you know what type of resources what type of uh support do they need and a lot of people mentioned you know like um international students getting more support on you know like setting down your your uh your business in ireland and they also mentioned the fact that you all cannot apply to many programs and incubators and accelerators because you are still students mm-hmm. and you are full-time students. So that was actually one of the things that I heard a lot in, in those meetings. And I was like, wow, you know, like that's totally true. And it happens in the U.S. as well. You know, um, I am a full-time student, but there are some programs I cannot apply to because I'm a full-time student and I'm also an international student. So the visa and the immigration process is just a mess. It's, it's a chaos. Um, but I feel like Ireland is a highly entrepreneurial country. And I feel like there are a lot of student entrepreneurs and, and, and uh, today, you know, uh, the, in, in the meeting that we had uh, for Ignite, they were talking about Enterprise Ireland having this competition for uh, student entrepreneurs and UCC won last year. So UCC is like, an amazing place for 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 uh, students who are interested in entrepreneurship and um you know i would love to ask you um what what else like the same question that they ask at ignite you know what other resources and support do you think student entrepreneurs need in ireland i'd say definitely more programs that do support full-time students because look at me i'm a full-time student and and i'm still like pushing my business even like i i have two jobs actually i work in a hotel i do have my full-time startup and and i'm a full-time student so if there's a program that would help me that push my startup and help me financially then i would just have two things instead of three i would just focus on my startup full-time and my 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 education as well so like i don't believe that it's something that that you should consider over the other because education is very important uh but also starting a business is also as important as an education the thing is that projects have a time limit some projects 
are the the best moments are to start now and if you wait later then it's gone or other people might have gotten that idea and started developing on it so it's all about who gets there first and who does it best who executes it first uh, who executes it first and best uh so that's that's the thing why i am trying to push myself to have more programs here in ucc or like in in um in, in, in Ireland, for example, there are other pro programs, but they're mostly in, in Dublin, the capital of Ireland. There are a lot of programs there, but unfortunately, because I live in Cork, so I can't keep on transporting it back and forth from Cork, Dublin. But uh, there is also another program called Student Inc., which I was a part of uh, last last summer. So basically, it's, it's a student uh, program. It's a full-time student program, entrepreneurs, that students of any university are able to join uh, and if, if their idea was successful and uh, they get like accepted, they are funded uh, and they're basically funded for three uh, three months and they are given mentors, they're given networks, ment uh, sessions, uh, like, like work labs and stuff like that for them to keep working on their startup and to progress their, their startup as well. So there are programs I just don't think that there are enough. And the, one of the things is that that startup is just one year. So students, like it's, it's a three year journey anyways. If you start one year, then basically they leave you hanging for the rest of the years. So which is something that, that needs to be like recognized as well. But uh, like if you try to look, you would definitely find something. And being part of, of Ireland, doesn't give you just resources only from Ireland itself, but also you can try to get other resources from EU countries as well, especially since Ireland is part of, of the EU. So that is something to look into as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is a quick question. Mm -hmm. How do you balance your time? Because you say you work at a hotel, you work on your startup, and you're also a full-time student. How do you balance your time and energy? That is a good question. I'm trying to figure out myself, but uh, <laughs> like, how, how, I, how I said is that most of it depends on my calendar. If, if you manage your time really well, then I'd say you would be able to manage everything and even have a couple, a couple of spare time to yourself as well. It's all about the management and how you manage your time. That's very important. And a lot of the times I even forget that I have social life, but uh, eventually taking a break like quite quite like one like once in a while is also very important for your mental health because an entrepreneur is, is a journey that's very lonely at times and it's very stressful so just focusing on that like would get your would give you headaches and like it would just be yeah, a drown your mental health so it's very important to keep persisting in what you're doing uh, keep learning along the way and be passionate about what you do because if it's something that you're not passionate about then then what's the point of even starting? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You've given great advice already for students who would like to start their, their, their businesses here in Ireland, but is there anything else that you would recommend student entrepreneurs do if they want to be successful in this journey? I would tell them to do something that they love and to keep at it. Don't let mm -hmm. anything stand in their way. And if they believe in themselves, then that's all that matters. I, I like it is important to get like to to know like what kind of market or audience that they're that they're trying to pursue because if they're a target targeted on audience like they don't want it then they're, it's definitely gonna fail it's not gonna work but it's 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 very important to keep persistent at what they're doing and keep learning along the way 
and don't try to like believe that you know it all because you de- no one knows it all but just be willing to learn and don't close mm-hmm. your mind as well so keep open to new ideas and new opportunities as as you go mm-hmm. that's great advice i totally agree with all of that um and uh just to you know wrap up start to wrap up this conversation because i know you have a very busy um agenda uh, do you have a message for other hispanic students who would like to come to ireland either for college or for their masters or to start a business do you have a message for those people just enjoy en- enjoy mm-hmm. while you can because ireland is a beautiful country and there is a lot to offer here and there's a lot to do so if you know what you're coming here for i would say you will you will benefit from it plenty and the people are lovely uh just just basically try to, to to make friends everywhere possible because if every like group has its own thing has its own uh culture has its own like for example like in, interactivity things so uh just enjoy that's that's mm. all i have to be honest That's great. That's great advice. And what's coming up for you? Where do you see yourself in the future? Are you planning to stay in Ireland, planning to go back to Spain, um, maybe start other businesses as well? What's coming up for you? Uh, so I, I, at the moment, I'm focusing on develop the startup, like to get it up and running. Uh, I'm, I'm currently developing the like the, the application as well. So just get it get it through testing uh launch it and then try to try to keep expanding like just keep on expanding and then go to the next idea uh, and most importantly is that the main reason why I'm, i'm doing this startup as well is to support my nonprofit because i really believe in education and i believe on the importance of education it has on on the development of a country and and the student itself there is no better weapon than to be weaponized with education and knowledge So that is very important. Uh, so one of the things is that I want to do is that I want to support my, what, my startups to support new generations and keep developing innovations. I want to try to provide a world where, where they can lead, where they can lead the way basically in, in, in the future and that they, they keep building on, on what we've started. Uh, because hey, they, they, like the future generation basically are, are the key To, to like the continuance of, of our world. So it's very important to give them the necessary tools to make sure that we have great leaders that we can follow. You couldn't have said that better. It was, it was amazing. That was beautiful. And thank you so much for everything you're doing. You're definitely helping a lot of people. Uh, and, 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 and I'm sure you're gonna go on to do even greater things in the future. Where can we find more information about both your nonprofit and, and, and your startup? Uh, so uh, we are on LinkedIn. Uh, we have our own website. It's called Digiroad. Uh, so D-I-G-I-R-O-A-D dot co, which is C-O. A lot of people confuse it for co and com. It's not com, it's co. Uh, and we also have a LinkedIn page. We are, we're not on Instagram just yet. We are building our like profile uh, on social medias but we're mainly focusing on LinkedIn and our own website at the moment. And then later on, we will be having a Twitter account and all of that. 
But uh, if you if you look up Digi Road, hopefully you will be able to find it. And uh, I will send you the details of the website as well if you, if you want to attach it, so people can yeah. find. Yeah. We'll definitely add that to the description of this uh, this episode. So if you are interested in learning more about uh, the startup, uh, you're going to be able to find uh, all the links uh, on the on the description of this episode. So thank you so much Laid, for saying yes to this podcast and for sharing your story, for sharing your advice. Uh, you have no idea how much you're helping the listeners of La Sociedad. Um, is there anything else you would like to say before we wrap up this episode? I would just like to thank you for for conducting this interview and I must say it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure to to be here sitting with you and answering all the questions and hopefully in any way if, uh, to help anyone who's listening and uh, you guys are lucky like you guys are lucky for for having this uh, th this podcast to to see what other got to say and that's basically we're all we're all one we all learn from each other at the end of the day so uh thank you and i really hope that you enjoyed to what i have to say thank you and we'll see you in the next episode of la sociedad